You're listening to A Little Happy Podcast, weekly conversations about marriage, kids, work, friendships, and the pursuit of living an authentic life. A Little Happy Podcast, where small moments make a big life. I am very excited to welcome my dear friend and special guest to the podcast today, Katie Naku. Katie and I have known each other for a very long time, almost 20 years. We met freshman year at Indiana University, and our lives have been connected really ever since. Our friendship has seen many of life's most high moments and a lot of the lowest moments too, and we talk a lot about that in today's episode. You'll hear about our friendship and the reflection Katie and I have had on our friendship and the many seasons it has seen throughout the years. We talk about grief. This is one of the most vulnerable and authentic conversations I have had surrounding grief and trauma and loss. But it's also a conversation that is full of hope and the power of positivity when we face adversity and it's an incredible reminder that we're not alone in even the most scary times. You know, A Little Happy Podcast was designed to share real life, glimpses behind all the doors that sometimes stay closed. And today, we do that in the most authentic way we can. And I'm so glad to share life with Katie. And I'm incredibly grateful she is sharing it with us. I hope you enjoy today's conversation about the power of positivity, friendship, and finding light in the darker places. Welcome back to A Little Happy Podcast. We are so glad you're back with us and listening. Thank you for continuing to come and hear what we have to say each week. Um, And we appreciate those who like and subscribe and follow along in some of our crazy. I am super excited for um, today's episode. I get to welcome my dear, 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 dear friend, Katie Naku, to the podcast. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Um, I know. And I know I shared a little bit about Katie and um, my introduction before we get started, but I wanted to share. Katie and I have known each other. Gosh, Katie, I was thinking about uh, when we first met, and it was in 2004 at the Foster Harper dorm on IU's campus. Yes. We lived together on the same floor freshman year. We pledged the same sorority. We ended up living together all four years of college, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Katie was the maid of honor in my wedding. We have been through a ton of life together. And our friendship really over the years has been tested like time and time again. And here we are. So I thought it would be fun. Um, Katie, thank you so much for joining um, a conversation today. Uh, and so I'm super excited you're here. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I am on spring break and enjoying some time off. So I'm doing really well. I know. You were just sharing before we started um, recording that you went on vacation with your brother and your sister-in-law and your nieces, right? You went skiing? Yes. We went skiing in Colorado. This is our third spring break doing that together. So it's a lot of fun and a lot of good family time together. That's super fun. Well, I know, I mean, I've known you for, I mean, it's been over 20 years now, which is crazy. First of all, so crazy. Crazy to think that like that was 20 years ago. (laughs) I know, right? 
like I was thinking the other day, you know, so I live in Bloomington. Katie lives in Greenwood. So she's just right up the road from us. But I was thinking the other day, I I ran, I was on a run and I ran past the Alpha Chi house. Katie and I were both in the sorority Alpha Chi Omega. And the swing was in the front of the yard, you know, that's still there. Yep. And I was thinking how, like, if that swing could talk. Right. What would it say about our friendship? So many things. I mean, I know good times, bad times, all the in between too. I know it's been pretty. It's pretty awesome. I love that we still get to do life together. So for those that are not familiar with you (laughs) um, on the podcast, we have lots of people who listen, like family members and friends, and other people who have found us, which has been pretty cool over the last couple of months. Can you share like maybe three things about yourself? Sure. Um, so first thing, I am in my 14th year of teaching, which that is hard Dang. to believe, right? <laughs> um, all in kindergarten. So I've been a kindergarten teacher for 14 years um, back in my hometown. So I uh, born and raised in Center Grove in the Greenwood area. Um, went to Bloomington for school and then came right on back. And I've been teaching mm-hmm. here ever since. So it's been fun. It's a crazy, my first kindergarten class graduated last year. No, wait, from high school? From high school. Yeah. Ew. I'm like, made me feel so old. (laughs) Because if you think about it, like I had them when they were five, like that first starting school and then they graduated and they're off in college in their first year. So it's incredible. I cannot believe it's been four. I mean, it's been 14 years, yeah. obviously, since we've been out of college, since right. we graduated from IU, but 14 yeah. years of this, of kindergarten of teaching. Kindergarten. Yes. Five-year-olds. <laughs> it's incredible. Well, yes. you know, I'm going to be like reaching out here soon oh, because I our know. twins are getting ready to do the kindergarten thing, but that's for a whole different episode, right? I'm sure. Yeah. So it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then my next thing I had was I was married for eight years uh, to my mm-hmm. high school sweetheart, but then I have been a widow for two years. Mm, so I know. Yes. I know. And I'm, I, I, um, I know we'll dig into that later. So <laughs> we'll dig into that later. And I'm, I'm, so, thank you for sharing that yeah, too. I absolutely. think there's a lot of, um, a lot of vulnerability that we get to share here. And yep. I'm appreciative of you showing up to do that and talk about, um, talk about that. I have, I have been thinking about that and have so, many memories of, of like us in, in college yep. and you and him and stuff. <laughs> right? So I'm looking forward to like digging into that. So oh, yes, yep. you're there for it all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. So. Well, um, you know, I think it's, it's so, um, interesting to think about how our lives continue to stay sort of like tethered together. Mm-hmm. I was, yep. you know, I, I really was, I, I've been really excited to have this conversation like out loud on a podcast with you Yep. because our friendship, um, really, and if, if you're okay, if I talk about yeah, it, like I absolutely. think our friendship really has like weathered some stuff over the years. Absolutely. Um, you know, and there have been times where, um, where our friendship has been really, really strong mm-hmm. and there are times where it's been really, really weak yep. because either like I haven't shown up in the way I needed to show up for you or, right. or we were both going through things that were personal. Um, yep. and I just was, I was reflecting and I, um, about how, like really how grateful I am to have someone like you in my life, um, who I think we both just continue to choose each other, like choose friendship, yeah, even when, if it looks differently over the years. Like, have you thought at all about what that looks like well, and yeah. how, how our friendship has changed? Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I think in college, like we immediately gravitated towards each other. 
you know, I wrote down like you were the loud to my shy, but it's like mm. we worked so well and our friendship just started. I mean, right away from when we both moved in to the dorm all four mm-hmm. years. But I think like the ebb and flow, it happens all the time. Life happens, you know, you got married right out of college mm-hmm. and then you guys had to move when, you know, then I stayed home and I was kind of doing that thing, but like the ebb and flow of it. And we, like you said, we choose to make it work even with mm-hmm. life, you know, you, then you had kids and then I got married and, you know, kind of different timing of, we did things, but always mm-hmm. still tethered together. Yeah. It's almost like we've, like we stair step stuff, Yes, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I'd agree. I remember, I mean, I could remember exactly where I was standing freshman year when I walked onto that dorm floor and I met you Yeah, and you had long red painted nails <laughs> Gosh, and you I had did. curly <laughs> blonde hair, yes. you know, and this, like if anyone has ever met Katie Dave, it's Katie Naku, but Katie <laughs> Davis, so you're still, we were just saying you're still on my phone as Katie yes. Davis. If anyone has met Katie Davis, like you bring like you're one of the people in my life that just brings like sunshine in. <laughs> and I remember meeting you and your, your, your room was like, you know, kind of like catty corner to my yes, room. Yep. And we did, we just sort of like hit it off. Yep. And I think in a big school like IU, I remember thinking it was so cool because you have a brother who is about three or four years older than us. So he was a senior when and we were freshmen. He was a, yep. yep. And so that was cool. Like that you had this kind of like t- this tie mm-hmm. to took the campus. Yeah. Um, and he was a Fiji. And, and so. you had, and yep, yep. And you had a car, yes. which I thought was like, <laughs> heck yes. Yes. You know, so thanks Papa Davis like, for that A pass, right? <laughs> took us to class all the time. <laughs> all the time. Like seriously, Dr. Davis, thank you so much. Right. Like, um, but that, 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 that's so true that like, you know, that we did, it's like the, this grab, this poll, I yep. think that happens yep. with people that I, and I don't, I really don't think that's happenstance. I think that's meant to be that our lives were supposed to be connected so intentionally together. Absolutely. And, but through the years, you know, when we, when we got into Alpha Chi yep. and I rode on the bike team, yep. you were like instrumental in supporting that effort. Yep. Um, that we did, our friendship just has seen a lot of stuff. Yes. Um, whether it's distance, like mm-hmm. physically, whether it's distance, like emotionally from yep. each other. And, um, and I just find that I don't know what the like secret is to how friendships like ours can withstand like such life, right. you know, and still, I, th- I think though, as I was thinking about this, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just as simple as what you said, like that we've just chosen yep. to continue to be in each other's lives without it's, un- I think it's unconditional. Is well, what and it that's is. the thing, like we can go months or weeks without talking, but it's like we call or text randomly and it's like no time has passed. And it's, yeah, I think it's that real friendship and true connection. You know, you just have yeah. those with certain people where you can just pick up right where you left off. Yeah. And I, you know, I, um, I think about that. I find um, in in real friendship that I have, and they're not that common right. in my life, mm-hmm. I think, um, that there's this safety and this comfort that I feel when I'm with you. And so yep. I'm just really grateful for that. Um, and over really over the years, how um, inevitably, you know, we've come up on moments with life yep. that have happened, whether it be, you know, um, 
uh, you know, me and moving away yeah. and coming back and going through some stuff that we've, I mean, everyone, I think once we get to our age, like we're close, we're getting up on 40, right? Which is crazy. Which is so freaky. <laughs> so freaky. Um, <laughs> but that I think that inevitably as we've grown older, we find ourselves or we, we, we could, we, there's a possibility that we've encountered some darkness along the way. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, yep. Whether like for me, I can, I know I've shared before, like I've, you know, darkness for me has come by way of like deep, deep depression mm-hmm. and sadness, yep. um, you know, illness. I know, you know, we have friends and family who have lost children yep. who have become sick, like you yep. who've lost a spouse. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think that's some of what I was interested in talking about with you today. And, and I think also the how our friendship plays into being tethered to each other in these moments of just raw mm-hmm. vulnerability, yep. right? Yep. Of when you encounter darkness. Right. Um, I've been so inspired um, recently in the last few years of how you've sort of walked through some of that. And I didn't know if you'd be interested in sharing a little bit of that experience with people. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so about two years ago, um, it was two years in January, my husband um, committed suicide, so I was a widow at 35, which, you know, I never thought I would ever say in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a really, as you said, a really dark time, like trying to process everything that had just happened um, and what life was going to look like after that. I mean, it's not something... Not that you don't plan for, but that you ever think would happen or could happen. Sure. Um, So I think through losing him, I, you know, being surrounded by my family, by my friends. I mean, you know, they always, it's weird to say, but they always say, like, you know who your true friends are when something bad really happens. Mm. And I think it really showed like who my true friends were, you know, like they were the ones that rallied around me. Like you and Maggie came up and just sat with me. Like Mm -hmm. there's nothing else to do. Like, and there's no good thing to say. Like you really, a lot of people haven't experienced that. So it's like just to come and sit with me, I mean, means more than anything. So, you know, just going through that and like being surrounded with my family and my friends and all that, like, you know, my faith is what really got me through that such a dark time. Sure. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, I th- like first, thank you for sharing um, your story and, and his story. Yep. I, I do want to preface this with, you know, the fact that people come on here and share their lives mm-hmm. Um, and hope, I think that, um, we aren't alone. Um, and none of us are, I have learned, um, none of us are like immune to bad things happening. Right. And, and so I also really appreciate you talking about him, um, and, and, um, breaking down some of the the barrier mm-hmm. around um well, the mental stigma. health yeah and the stigma around yeah. mental health and and suicide yeah. um because it's scary to talk about people don't like to do it because no one knows what to say right, right? what words right. do you put together in a right. sentence to make it feel okay right. um and i have really i have learned so much from you in the past 2 years um through this experience about being brave enough to talk about it yep. um, in the open yep. out loud 
Um, and um, just the importance of um, of what that looks like, right? right? And, you know, I oftentimes think of this metaphor of like, and I've used this metaphor in my life of, um, you know, being um, in a dark, dark forest, yeah. right? And there's just darkness all around you yep. and you can't find your way out. Yep. And um, it seems like you perhaps maybe have sat in those places, but you have f- somehow figured out where to find the light. Yeah. How have you found your way back from that? Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, ultimately, yes, you know, my husband passed and, but as I think back to like our relationship, he, I mean, he knew me since we were 16. I mean, Mm -hmm. he would not have wanted me, you know, to dwell in the darkness or to not live my life. And so that's what I did, you know, for, four or five years, I, all I did was take care of him, um, mm-hmm. and his mental health and all of that. So I finally decided, you know, with this, like I needed to take care of me and it was, you mm-hmm. know, time to take care of me and put me first, um, for the first time in a long time. So I, you know, finally got my health and fitness back on track. Um, you know, hired a health coach who has been amazing for me, not just with health and fitness, but life in general and, you know, my outlook and positivity and all of that. So, you know, I heard that I have just done things for me, you know, Mm -hmm. saying yes to a lot of things where, you know, normally I couldn't because of things that were going on in life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just enjoying my neighbors and my family and doing all of the things that maybe I hadn't been able to do in a long time. So mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's been good to take back my life in a way. Yeah. I think, and and there sounds like something there too about um, the life that I know he would have wanted you Absolutely. to have. Yeah. He would not have wanted me to just sit around and dwell in our house. You know, like he would want mm-hmm. me to live and to do these things and to enjoy my family and my friends and be surrounded by, you know, my loved ones that have been there Mm -hmm. for me since everything happened. So. Right. There's something, there's something so much too. And about, you mentioned like positivity Mm -hmm. that, you know, I've been, I've been like wrestling with this idea of like positivity in adversity, you know, like when, and I think it's, there's a, there's a bit of a choice that happens sometimes. Like, and so how did you, like, how have you, however you've been able to now take that mentality of positivity, mm-hmm. like, where do you, is it a choice for you? Like, how do you come about that? Honestly, I think it's a choice. I think it's my faith. Um, mm. I mean, when you live with somebody that has mental health issues and addiction issues, a lot of life is negative. That's mm-hmm. honestly, I mean, and a lot of people don't talk about this because it is such a stigma and it's so hard to talk about, but a lot of their life is negative. And so I had just chosen, I said, I'm not going to keep the negativity going. I'm going to choose to be positive and Mm -hmm. see, you know, look for the positive throughout the situation. You know, if I can talk about, if I can post about my grief on Instagram, like, and let Mm. people know it's real. Like I'm not good all the time. I have my moments. Right. I'm always going to have my moments. There's different things that trigger, you know, my emotions, like something will just click and I'll, you know, break down, but that's life. And, but I'm going to choose to be positive about it. And if I can help somebody through it, then that's what I'm going to do. 
you know, my faith also like getting back into church because, you know, we had not gone for the longest time, getting back into the church and saying, okay, like there was a reason for this. I'm not going to know why now, Mm -hmm. but there was a reason for this. And if it's me helping somebody through it, then Mm. I'm going to choose to be positive and think, okay, this is the reason. This is why. This is why I had to go through this at such a young age. I mean, younger Mm -hmm. if, you know, this is why I'm going to have to do it. So I choose to be positive throughout that so that I can be there to help somebody else that may be going through the same thing. I think what it does too is um, it provides like a lot of hope. Yeah. You know, I think it provides hope for you and for your for family and for people who are grieving with you. But I think it also provides hope. I mean, you're you're um, a few years out from that first experience, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and not to it, and I know that it it doesn't lessen as the years go on. But I think what happens is um, that you're still here, right. And you're living, and you're, yes. and I think for the most part, like you said, like everyone has their days, yeah. um, but that you are choosing to show up. Right. And I think that for other people who may be experiencing hopelessness, yep. um, it's a really cool opportunity um, to be able to share experience, just this this ability to be a bit more honest and vulnerable about life, um, I think is super cool. And so as you think about, you know, I was, I have, I was wondering about, about that. I, I have seen, um, over the past few years, you know, you're, um, you've posted things mm-hmm. and I love when you do about, um, about where you are, yeah. like in your mental state. Yep. And, um, and I, I, do you find, um, hope in sharing some of that out loud? Like what's your, I do. how do you go about like, that? I feel like, I mean, cause let's be honest, social media is, you know, a highlight reel of all the good things. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, people needed to see like real time going through this. You know, a lot of the times mm-hmm. we show the highlight reel and us smiling and, you know, getting together in family and celebrating, you know, the good times, which we still do. But there's this real part of grief that it happens unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. You know, I think back to like the first year, you know, I knew my first year was going to be the hardest because we had birthdays. Both of our birthdays were in November. Mm-hmm. Our anniversary was in December. And then the anniversary of his death was in January. So I mm-hmm. knew November, December, January were going to be my hardest months, which kind of in a way I was kind of not happy about because it's all right together and it's not strung out throughout the entire year. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I felt like, you know, that first holiday, so Thanksgiving, you know, going, I was fine all day. It was when I got home that I broke down the most. And I posted Mm -hmm. about it because I don't think many people realize like the hard, not the hard times, but like the weird times that grief hits. Mm. And I think people just needed to see that. Like, yes, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm making it through it. And I'm, you know, being positive about the whole situation, but I still think people needed to see the raw, real part of grief that mm-hmm. is not normally shown. It's not. And it's not, I think it's not because people are scared of yes, it. Yes. Because it's right? a hard They're scared topic of to what talk it, about. 
Yeah. And it's, it's scary of what it looks like and how it makes you feel. And what I have found like so much strength from, and I've learned so much too, is essentially what you've done, if you use the metaphor of the forest, right? Again, like is that you've, you've created an opening Mm -hmm. for people to be able to see inside and And to relate. I think it's exactly. And the fact that we all probably, I I would imagine most of us have found ourselves in the dark forest before. Yeah. And and I know I've been in there and I've not been able to find my way mm-hmm. out and I've gone deeper in. And then all of a sudden you're like, which way's up? Right. You know? And and so um, I really appreciate – because you're right. Social media is so good for photos – and I'm guilty of it. Oh, photos of yeah. my kids and my, photos of us on the beach yep. and photos of us doing funny stuff right. and all this stuff. You know, photos of me and you at Fiji Isle, which you're going to see that here right. during this podcast. <laughs> um, but I think it's the moments where um, – that are the the – traditionally the close behind closed right. doors moments yeah. that if you are brave enough um, and have just a, a bit of courage to open that door up real fast yeah. to let people see it, it doesn't become as scary anymore. Well, no. And it's not like, cause I didn't want it to come off as, you know, I'm looking for attention cause I was not looking for attention. It was more, I want to be real and raw with what is going on in this whole, I mean, I called it my grief journey because it was, it's and no one person grieves the same way. Mm-hmm. Everybody grieves differently. And so I, you know, wanted people to see that realness in real time of what was happening. And, you know, I would occasionally get the messages like, thank you for sharing this. Like, it's so real and like open and thank you for doing that. And that's what I wanted mainly out of it is to, for people to see that you can be real and open about, you know, what's really going on and hopefully it would help somebody. Yeah. In the long and, run. And um and that grief is everywhere. Everywhere. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> we experience it all the, all the time. And some people, like I'm really good at pushing grief aside because right? it's not something you want to sit with. But when you are surrounded by it, yep. um, it's really nice to know that someone else has experienced it too. I really um really appreciated is um, your your ability and your willingness to carry the legacy of him around with you, yep. you know, and some of the things that he stood for yep. and the things that he struggled with of being able to ha- let other people know that they're not alone. Right, yeah. um, I know that you started a, um, a uh, te- he was a really good tennis he player. He was, yes. Um, and he, you started a tennis tournament, we right? We did. We are going to actually have our second annual doubles tennis tournament um, in July. So we had our first one last summer and it was a huge hit and so much fun. And so we raised money for his scholarship fund for Center Grove High School. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll actually be getting ready to give out a couple of scholarships to seniors for playing tennis, either in college or they did in high school. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun and it was so fun to see, I mean, people our age and people older coming out (laughs) and getting back on the tennis courts and it was just a lot of fun and I knew he would have loved it so much. There are plenty of times where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so, you know, such a good thing that we're doing for him, but I hate that he's not Mm -hmm. here to do it with us. To see it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. And I mean, I think I really appreciate you sharing a bit of like just your grief, the grief part yeah. out loud because um, people don't share about it enough. And 
Um, and having the opportunity to have a conversation around it makes it feel just a, like a little more manageable. Oh, it you know? goes back to that power of positivity, you know, like I am going to be positive throughout this. Yes, like this is a sucky situation and I'm in a hard moment, but I know I'm going to come through it and I'm going to be okay on the other end. And I think that, you know, you know that's so, not what people see all the time where, I mean, it's just those close knit people, but at the same time, like you've got to know, like everybody has these moments and it's normal and it's okay. Yeah. And exactly. You're not, you're not, you're not alone Yeah, in, in that you're not alone in it. And, and I think that that's a lot of, um, a lot of the normalizing around conversation yep. with so much stigma about addiction, mm-hmm. about suicide about mental health. I mean, these are things that people in our society do not want to talk about because they're scary. Better. But at the same time, like our generation, I mean, even our generation, we didn't really talk about it and we don't really talk about it. No. So no, we don't. And, and I think, you know, the more we can and be open and curious about some of that stuff, I think is, um, it's just, it provides a lot of hope for people, um, especially when you can talk about it out loud. You know, there's something about like lessons learned. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's like a, if if that's like even applicable or appropriate here, but I was thinking out of your grief, mm-hmm. like, um, but what do you what have you learned, I'd say, from some of these experiences? What are like big takeaways that you think you've been able to to keep like close by? Honestly, like I think with his death, like it really made me realize like life short. Mm. You I like I want to spend the time with the people that I love the most, mm-hmm. um, honestly, just to live life, you know, it's, it sounds <laughs> so cliche, but you, I mean, you never know. So it's like, yeah. And you know, we, I mean, we went through some hard times with his family and I think his sister-in-law would be okay with me sharing this. Like we lost a lot of time with them and a lot mm. of memories that could have been made. Um, mm-hmm. And through this, like, we have grown closer than we've ever been. And mm-hmm. through this, like, you really learn, not le- I mean, I guess you learn, to really draw those close to you that you want to be close to, enjoy life. Mm-hmm. I mean, just live it. You know, go on the yeah. trip. Go to the concert. Go to, I mean, have the dinner out with your friends. Like, you may be tired, but in the long run, like it's going to be worth it. Yeah. You said something at the beginning about the fact that you've been saying yes to yeah. a lot of stuff. I think that there's something really cool about um, that sort of approach of just like say yes to the things and spend time with the people that you love right. most. Because you can always say like, no. Like it's that simple. Like, but it is like, uh, yes, I'm going to go to a concert this Saturday. Like, yeah, I may be tired, but from the two hour time change, but I'm still going to do it. <laughs> like, Right. I'm going to yes to, you know, I, <laughs> it's funny. I am not coaching cheer any longer this season. And uh-huh. I was talking to one of the moms and she's like, do you miss it? I said, I do. I miss the girls. Like I miss being with the girls. I said, and also, you know, my nieces came back this year to the gym after moving to mm-hmm. Florida and they get to go to Disney this year. And I was like, that's mm. what I'm going to miss. And it was funny because they right. were like, well, you should just come. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I should. So, you know, it's yeah. a, that mentality of like, 
yeah, I don't want to miss these times anymore. So yeah. So Mm -hmm. in May, I'm going to go to Disney and you know, I'm not going to, I get to be aunt and be there for them instead of a coach, which it's, it's been good this season. Um, so yeah, but it just, you know, saying yes and doing the things that are going to bring me joy and happiness and just live my life with the people I love the most. None of us, I have learned in life, like none of us are immune no, to like uh-uh. or or exempt. We're not exempt right. from this kind of thing. And um, yep. and so I think, again, rather than closing the door and not talking about it, I am so grateful that you have been conti- and continue to be willing to share some of this, yeah. your perspective, share his life, because I think it's just super important stuff. And, um, well, and, if, and ultimately, I know- if it can help somebody, then that's why I'm going to talk about it. And I think as it, you know, to sort of tie it around, I think as we think about, you know, our friendship, mm-hmm. um, it is, it is, you know, over the last few years prior to his death, yep. we had, you and I had not really remained intentionally connected to each other. Correct. So like we would text every once in a while, but like intentionally, no. I mean, and it's, you right. know, season of life. I mean, yep. and I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, you have three small children. I had none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I had a husband that was ill in it. So I think season of life, we just yeah. intentionally couldn't. But then, I mean, again, we always find our do. way back to each other. Yeah. And I think that, that there's something really powerful about that. I know that in in, season, in, in all of our seasons of life over the last 20 some years, yep. I know both of each of us has probably said at one point, please don't give up. Yeah, on me. absolutely. And and I appreciate that about finding people in life that are just willing to un- like just love you unconditionally. Yep. I'm going to be here as your person yep. unconditionally forever. Yep. And yep. no matter what's um, going on, you know, I have found such great connection with you over the last couple of years. And I just am so excited to continue what that looks like. Um, I am. I'm trying to find a doubles partner, but I'm coming to play in his tennis tournament I mean- this summer. I'm saying it here <laughs> online. And I'm going to hold you to it. I'm serious. <laughs> Your sister-in-law told me that she did it last year, and I was like, oh, "Okay, she can do it. Well, I can and do that's it." The thing. You know, she was like, "Okay, this was way more serious than I thought." <laughs> but I think we're gonna try and come up with like a fun court that, like, it's like the not so serious people, which yeah, you know, I think it'll be fun and have some of the kids out there. Like, it's going to be a fun weekend. We're hoping to have you know some food trucks this year and just some different things to really you know make it a good weekend. So I'm excited about it. Do you it. have a date set already? I do. It is, let me double check. I believe it's that last weekend in July. Let me double check. Yeah. yeah. It would be the July 28th will be like the juniors tournament. And then July, okay. Saturday, July 29th will be the adult tournament. Awesome. Yes. Well, I'll be there. I got to brush up on my tennis. I played tennis. That's actually, in fact, how I had met your husband yes. and his older brother way before I even had met right. you. Um, and so it really is interesting how life um, how life happens. Yes. I'm so glad that we got to spend, um, you know, of like a half an hour, 45 minutes having like one of our phone conversations Absolutely. on a podcast. Yes, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you have a favorite song right now? So I was trying to think about it. I don't have a, like one favorite song, but I am on a huge Morgan Wallen kick. Mm-hmm. Um, so my sister-in-law and I, so actually his sister-in-law, 
and I are taking it will be her for her 18th birthday our niece and we're taking her to the Morgan Wallen concert in Arizona this summer so and you know oh my gosh. new album drops so like I have just been on a huge Morgan Wallen kick well this has been like an understatement super special yes. to have you here with me I appreciate talking you about having this. me on and getting to talk about all of this um, and you know, I've just, I continue, I've said it time and time again, but I've just learned and I've been so inspired by you. Thank you. Um, you are like one of the greatest gifts of my entire life. Like for no. real. Um, you know, so, I love you. um, I love you too. <laughs> um, if you are interested in following alongside Katie, I don't know, Katie, are you public on Instagram? I'm not public. I am private just because of teaching. I don't want, you know, all the yep. middle schoolers following me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But if you do want to find her, maybe she'll maybe yes, she'll accept absolutely. you. Katie, what's your Instagram handle? Do you know? Katie Nikou, K-A-T-I-E-N-I-K-O-U, all one word. Awesome. Yes. Okay. You can find her there. You can find me at NatDM19. Um, you can take a sneak peek over there. Um, I'm going to post, I think with this episode, I'm going to post it on Instagram and I'm going to find, you got to find some oh too, some good Katie and Natty I've photos. I've got some good ones on Facebook. I'll have to send them to you. Like I know. matching There's outfits. There's a lot Cabo. of like, I mean, that was fun. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. We should do. Well, we have a whole other episode no, about that, sister. Goodness. Um. So until next week, though. Um. Well, first, Katie, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for thank having you, thank me. Thank you. On. Thank you. Thank you. It's been very, very yes. fun. Um. Until next week, set some intentions. Um. You know, if you have found yourself in darker places in life, just know, um, there is light. Um, today is a reminder that there is, there's light somewhere mm -hmm. there. Um, be kind and gentle to yourself this week. And we hope that you find a little happy along the way. We'll chat again. <laughs>